Welcome, everyone, to the Brandology Podcast. We want this to be something that we ourselves find value in and want to listen to. I'm your host, Mark Mosier. Alongside me is co-host David Morrow. Each episode, we explore leadership, culture, brands, and interview leading business professionals and civic leaders. We also play brand culture trivia against our guests to make the experience entertaining and fun. So come join us and enjoy. And please don't forget to download the episodes and leave us a review. Thanks. Let's begin. Yep, and we got some really exciting uh, nationally recognized and publicized uh, guests, some Amazon number one bestsellers, uh, some really standout people, and it kind of broadened the, the audience base uh, a lot. Okay. But we still have, we've still got that, that startup mentality, that young millennial, that, that kind of next generation. So we try and give them, you know, words of what to do, you know, what not to do, don't do what we did. Right. Uh, we try and keep it real positive and an uplifting kind of thing. And that's why I thought you'd be a really good fit and you could really speak in the insurance piece for the entrepreneurs you do. I really want to talk about that. So I think it'd be, it'd be really valuable for all the listeners. And then about halfway through, we're going to do brand culture trivia, okay. which, is, which is a trivia game on brands uh, against where you will compete against Mark. And in 70 odd episodes, he is yet to win. So, <laughs> I try really um, hard though. I get an A for effort, man. I'll tell yes, you, I get you an do. A for effort. Yes, you do. So we'll do that halfway through. So I already started the recording. So we okay. can, uh, let me just start, head this up and then we'll get started. Okay. Welcome everybody to brand, uh, Jesus. Okay. Let's start that again. I was going to say brand culture trivia. So. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, game. to Brandology Podcast. I'm your host, David Morrow, and I uh, hope everyone's having a great day. Today in the studio is my illustrious co-host, Mark Mosher. Mark, illustrious. how are you, man? Yeah, thanks, Dave. I appreciate that. No, nah, it's a good day. Everything's going well. Good, good. Yeah. I've got the uh, app going for insincere co- uh, compliments <laughs> to give to coworkers. I like that. I it it works every time. For you today. It works yeah, every there's time. there's a couple different ones in there. Some of them are not for prime time. So um, that's good. I'm I'm excited in our uh, in our studio today is Daryl Perry. Daryl, welcome, sir. We appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Glad to be here. Great. So um, let's start right from the top. If you could just tell uh, the uh, the audience kind of who you are and uh, what all you're about, that would be great. And then we'll go from there. Well, thank you again. Well, my name is Daryl Perry on LinkedIn. I'm affectionately known as the guy with the bow tie because I always wear a bow tie. Um, Every, many, you know, I went to school with a guy who always wore a bow tie. It's like a thing. It's a thing. Everybody remembers him. I still remember Mine started him. later, though. Mine wasn't in school. My my lovely wife, um, I had a, a big collection of neckties that I used to wear to work all the time. Yep. And uh, one day she said, hey, you know, you can tie a necktie to a bow tie. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, yeah, there's a YouTube video for it. So uh, don't tell anybody, but this is a necktie. It's kind of like a bow tie. Right. <laughs> but, um, so you're taking neckties and you're tying them into bow ties. Very yep. cool. Yeah. Hey, they come out deep. much different looking. Oh, yeah, that's cool. But uh, currently I have a you know family of five. I have one on the way, actually. We have a, a 12-year-old boy, 10-year-old daughter, 3-year-old girl, and any day now our new addition will come here on a 13th oh, or so. Oh, congratulations. So that's fantastic. Yes. Thanks. That's, that's great. But when I'm not doing that, I'm a, an insurance professional. I try to help people with different programs from insurance to protect their income, their wealth, and legacy. Um, also, interesting thing about that, I don't like to get paid for health insurance. So I'm one of the few health and life insurance people you will meet that don't get paid for health insurance. 
just because the uh, model for the health system, I don't want to profit off of that for major medical just because it's kind of pricey and you might need it to live through a surgery. So I don't want to kind of be tied to that compensation. So That's I really advise great. on health insurance, but don't get paid for it. That's great. Now, that's a really interesting take. I've never, um, out of all the people we've had, and we've had some people in wealth management and benefits, mm-hmm. uh, some a couple big insurance brokers, uh, I, I've never heard anybody say that. So I have to uh, I have to mention that. That's really good. I like to hear that. Thanks, Daryl. Yeah, I'm kind of weird. It, it, it kind of happened my, uh, when Affordable Healthcare first came out. I was licensed to do that, and a woman called me on the last day. And um, she said, hey, I need to get some coverage for a surgery I have coming up. Okay, nothing out the ordinary, normal conversation. Then she says, hey, I'm stage three cancer and I need to have the surgery or I'll pass away. Oh, and, wow. and the hospital said, if I don't get health insurance, they won't do it. So oh. I had to get health insurance. And FYI, my husband got laid off as a mechanic six months ago. Oh. So we're really strapped for cash. Whatever you can find, we can afford. So instantly my revenue hat went off. I said, I don't care. I don't want to get paid for this because this is ridiculous. She needs this yeah. to live. So um, ever since that day in 2013, I said never again. So I just advised on it because people needed to live. That's fantastic. That's really cool. That's great. Yeah, I mean, Thank we you. do. We don't do things as noble as that, but we do. <laughs> we do a lot of. We do a lot of uh, you know security awareness training, and and we'll go in and we'll spend hours with clients just helping them, you know, understand the importance of cybersecurity and, and yeah. things like that to really protect their brands. And we never we don't charge for that. We do Good. it. Yeah. Education's yeah. helpful. Yeah, right. it's 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 all about education, and that way, if we could help protect a business from something that they some, from getting hit from their blind side that they don't mm-hmm. see coming, then then the country is better for it. So yeah, kind of our our thought process. So Love so t- tell us, you know, um, insurance people are always interesting because they really usually have a purpose behind what they do, right? There's a reason mm-hmm. why they're helping people manage risk. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of problems are you most passionate about solving for people? Uh, it's probably two. One will be the benefits piece for small businesses. Um, I, basically, out of college, every job I had was like a major corporation. So it was, you know, big places that had benefits packages. And then uh, when I moved to Georgia, I have an accounting degree, but accountants don't make a whole lot unless you do it for a long time. Right. And I already have been on a retail path for a while in management and retail. So when I got to Georgia, I said, well, I don't want to do retail anymore. Let me use my accounting degree. That was a massive pay cut being tied to a desk. So I said, you know what? I'll try insurance as something different. And as I got into it, I started learning that most small businesses don't have benefits and these employees need it because they're in a dire situation. Right. And the employer's like, hey, I'm barely making a buy, so I can't get anything for you. Right. So um, that became a passion project just because I see things happen all the time. And I'm like, man, they only would have had this or they knew about that. And I didn't know about a lot of the coverage before I got licensed. Um, my aunt had died of cancer six months after my wedding in 2010. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know cancer insurance existed back then. I'm like, wait, there's policies that pay you for getting cancer? I'm like, yeah, I would have, you know, she would have not had to choose chemo over the kids. She just would have chose the kids, but didn't know about it back then. So it became a project just because people don't know about it. And then the other side of just what life insurance can do. Um, the African-American culture usually looks at life insurance like a bill or an expense. So we don't get that knowledge on the investment side of it that can generate income. And my own father is a military guy, been military his whole career. He didn't believe in life insurance because of how it was sold to him when he was 18. So now he's in his 60s and he's like, well, I have money put away, but I wish I would have known, you know, about this then because it's one of those things that he didn't know, so he didn't partake in it. So that's another project we're just educating people on. It's not just for dying, it's for a lot of other stuff too. Yeah, that's great. 
that's fantastic. Well, that kind of dovetails into to some of the other stuff you're doing, even on a personal level, outside of the insurance uh, with your YouTube channel and the the show you do monthly. Do you want to talk a little bit about that as well? Yeah, tell us yes. about that. Yeah, so uh, social media was, you know, when I first got into it, it was just the standard Facebook and stuff like that when people first get in. And then LinkedIn, I kind of started gravitating towards in 2010. And um, started making content on there, getting some stuff out there. And then somewhere around 17 or 18, I started making videos. And in 18, a friend of mine, Shanae Murray, she runs a pretty large following on LinkedIn. And she had me live on her platform. And I had live, but I was just terrified. I'm like, nobody wants to see me on video for even five minutes. So um, she I had me I feel the same way about myself. I totally <laughs> yeah, get it, feel, man. I totally get it. Yeah, I was terrified. Way. So she had me on her platform and she had probably a quarter million followers at the time. So I'm like, oh, well, if you want me to come on your thing, at least somebody wants to hear me. So I went on her platform and I was like, that wasn't so bad. And then um, I started making shows and I kind of started thinking that for insurance, nobody wants to really talk about insurance until it's time to. So if I just make content about insurance all day, people are like, all right, we get it now. You sell insurance, fine, whatever. So I say, you know what? There's more benefits to business than just money. So let me showcase the people I've met on LinkedIn that are wonderful humans, and I just had conversation with them. And out of that, I birthed a series called Professionally Black, which is um, where black professionals come on LinkedIn Live and kind of like not venting, but just talk about the experience of what it's like to be a black financial professional or an entrepreneur or a manager, leader. Yeah. And just what that's like, because it's a very different angle than the typical book you read about leadership. There's a whole different um, side to it and a scope to it that I want to kind of bring to light. So that's every third Wednesday on LinkedIn and YouTube. Um, we've been doing it for a while. It's been a pretty fun run and I get to talk to some amazing people. Now, and I think that's a great platform because it's, um, I don't know, and I, I haven't done enough research, but I don't see that, that that type of open forum in that manner really exists out there. And I think that's a real important piece. So in our summary at the uh, end of the podcast, we'll be sure to have uh, links for your LinkedIn profile, for the YouTube channel. Uh, I encourage all the listeners to definitely go check this out. I think this is something that uh, the people would find great value in. Yeah, and it's all different races than joy, because I mean, the thing I think about it is, I'm a military brat, so I've been all over the place, Hawaii, Germany, California, it's all over. And my black side probably wasn't as, you know, as stressed as much throughout as a young man. And as an adult, it kind of makes you feel like you're being militant when you love your pride, your culture. You kind of feel like it's being militant or mean because nobody else did it around you. So on LinkedIn, it's a professional platform. You're supposed to only talk about work and stuff like that. But we're humans when we're not at work. So we don't go do crazy videos. but We're just talking about this is what I had to have to talk with my son or I had to Mm -hmm. deal with this. You know, these things that people need to talk about. I think in this day and age, bringing that up makes it easier for us to move forward as a people because it's not so taboo if my Caucasian friend can watch and my Hispanic friend, my Asian friend can watch and say, oh, I didn't know that. Now I know how to talk to you about this better and we can get along better as a people, I think. Right, it kind of removes some of that, I don't know if you call it like maybe social stigma that some people have around that yeah. or that exists. Yeah, you're kind of lifting that and pulling that veil back. And uh, so I think that I really commend you on that. I think that's a great piece and I definitely want the listeners to check that out. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, That's good. So um, let me ask you, what, um, what initiatives do you have going? Like what, 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 what is, when you look toward the next six months or so, what kind of key things are you trying to, key challenges you're trying to overcome or key things you're trying to achieve? Well, one thing, so small businesses, 98% of the United States businesses, and obviously COVID-19 has dreadfully attacked the small business sector. 
So there's a lot of issues they have to deal with. And mm -hmm. the one I've seen, I, you know, most of the benefits I work with are things like disability, half-flat policies, hospitalization, and I've had a number of clients that have been hospitalized for weeks at a time, that have wow. had COVID, that have had things happen. Yep. So I've seen firsthand people going through it. And with that being said, as we kind of recover from this, we're not even recover, we're in the worst phase of it, I think, right now, to help small businesses know they have a way to help their staff. Because I think about if I was an employee out there looking for something as a job, I'd want them to have something to say, hey, if it happens, we got this for you just in case. Yeah. And a lot of small businesses don't know there are options they don't have to pay for. They just make it available saying, hey, if you want this, it's available. And with everything in flux right now, that's a big initiative for me for small businesses to know that you can do something. I know you might not financially be able to, but you can provide the access to something because I worked for corporations that never knew benefits because nobody would teach it. You would just right. go to the office with HR and say, hey, you got to sign up for this before tomorrow. Okay, what is it? I don't know, just fill it up before yeah, tomorrow. I don't know, just sign but, it. <laughs> yeah, it's an HR person, their job is not insurance. So I never had, and I had probably four or five jobs before I went on my own as an entrepreneur, I never had a single one of them sit down and explain the benefits. And right. as an adult, you're gonna think that that happens with a lot of people that they're like, I don't know what deductible is. I don't know what co-insurance means. So to teach people those things so they can actually make a sound decision is kind of my issue right now with small business because they're saying, I can't do anything. Right. Well, you can do something, just you need to get the knowledge as well. So I encourage small businesses to research, just to look, if it's not me, somebody is research, what are the options that are available because I'm an insurance professional and there's things I didn't know my first two years being licensed that right. I know a business owner doesn't know just the same. Yeah, that's that's great. That's excellent. Hey, who do you draw inspiration from? Like, Ooh, like is there like are there any people, books you've read, people that you follow, things like that? Like who, who my, are your favorites? My most probably impactful book and it's still hard to practice is The One Thing. I don't know if you guys have heard of that book, um, Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. Um, Gary Keller is obviously a you know behemoth in the real estate space, and mm -hmm. Jay Papasan is a good editor and writer. And it basically focuses on the premise of um, the domino effect of getting one thing done at a time, and then it multiplies over time. Um, when oh, I first I like began that. my career, yeah, what's, it's a what, what, phenomenal what's, book. What's the name of the book again, Daryl? The one, the one thing. The one thing. Yeah, it's a podcast too, but it's more probably known as the book. If you're ever in an airport bookstore, you've probably seen it's like a big one on a white back. Oh, okay, yeah, I have yeah, seen yeah. that. I have seen yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome book. It's like the, I think it's the number one selling business book of all time, but it's just- it's I have one of seen it. I just haven't been in an airport since COVID. <laughs> no airport, yeah. But the cool thing well, about right it is that when, when I began my career, I was cold calling. Like I moved from Vegas to Georgia, so I didn't really have any network to, you know, hey, help me with my business. Right. So um, I had to cold call everything. And I looked at it like, well, if I just do this enough, I'll pass the person that's not doing it but once a week. And that helped me to grow a business pretty quickly and to build an agency fast. So that's where that's been the most impactful book for me. That's great. That's cool. that's really that's I love that. I love yeah, that. great book. And as far as people, um, I'm fortunate that kind of like you guys, I get to interview people. So um, being on LinkedIn, I look at it like Highlander. I'm probably dating myself, but you guys might remember that. No, I know. Oh no, we we are we are we are seniors to you, I'm sure. So, uh, we just so I look at my stuff. interview thing as like Highlander. Like I'm not physically cutting your head off, but the fact that right. I get to have a conversation with you, I can take a little piece of energy from you. So yeah, um, that's great. I'm fortunate to interview some phenomenal people that I thought would say no to going on, you know, LinkedIn Live with me. Um, Shanae Murray, Shay Robottom, Santia, that she's the really Shay Robottom. So you've there been you able go. to do, and you've been able to do LinkedIn Live. So that's, that's been yeah. only a select group that have been able to do that. 
I don't know how I got it, but I got it. Congratulations. That's big. We have a celebrity in our in our <laughs> my studio, Mark. Well, yeah, the great. Lord works in mysterious ways. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> my funnest one is probably uh, Santia Deck. She's the first female to get a million-dollar NFL contract. Or not NFL, but a million-dollar football contract. Wow. And um, I'm like, there's no way she's going to say yes to interviewing with me. I'm nobody. And she said yes. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like. That's great. Oh, then you're on the hook for out. like, okay, now what do I talk about? Well, I know. I got to ask good questions. You're like, oh, man. Yeah. Let me research this. That's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, so, hey, why don't we take a break and do a little brand culture trivia? And then yeah. we're going to come back and we're going to get back and back into this. So um, uh, I'm going to play the intro right now. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome everyone to Brand Culture Trivia, where the points don't matter, but the brand does. In this segment, we play a trivia game against our guest. I'm your host, Mark Mosier, along with my co-host, David Morrow. David, tell us about the rules and the awesome prizes. Absolutely. The rules are as follows. You get to guess as fast as you can. You get as many answers as you want. And the first one to give the right answer wins a point. The first contestant to three points wins the game. What do you get if you win? Glad you asked. You get 14,684 Brandology bucks. What is that worth? Those are absolutely worthless. But we might send you a sticker for playing. So let's get started with brand culture trivia. David, why don't you spin the wheel of trivia and see what our first question is? All right, here I go. It is a heavy, heavy wheel. All right, and that is why grown men really shouldn't have a podcast. But (laughs) that's great. So, okay, well, let's do a little brand culture trivia. Are you ready, Daryl Perry? As ready as I think I'll ever be. All right. Oh, sure. Are you ready? I am uh, doing my mental stretching and uh, yeah, I'm good. All right, let me get, uh, I've got my team over here, Tony and Tina. They are the group that creates all this massive database of, uh, of uh, uh, brand slogans and, and, and brand information. So what we're going to do, Daryl, is I'm going to say a company slogan. You guys are going to tell me the brand or product name. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can guess as many things. If you're going to say Visa, say Visa, MasterCard, American Express. doesn't matter if you get it wrong. The first one to get the right answer wins. Okay. When you do that, you get a point. First one to three points wins the game. For example, if I say just do it, it would be Nike. Nike Adidas. Right? Got milk <laughs> would be the dairy association, that type of thing. Okay? All right. So let's see what we've got. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Question one. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's... Maybelline? That's correct. I was thinking like... Maybe it's Maybelline. I was thinking uh, women's scent. Yeah? (laughs) Or like Old Spice? What were you doing? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's... Celine Dion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm going to keep going. Keep going. Keep going. All right. The slogan is for question number two. The slogan is what's in your wallet? Mm. Uh, American Express. Capital One. Capital One. He got it. Got it. 
was I'm that gonna say specific? Chase at first. Yeah, it was that specific. It's the one with Jennifer <laughs> Gardner. What are you like? Are you are you in the chat box like sending him the answers or something? <laughs> no, I got both my hands on film. I think uh, totally Samuel. Ja- I think Samuel Jackson. Made me remember that guy. I kept thinking he would go snakes on a plane one day. Yeah, he never did. <laughs> I was hoping he would, but he never did. Yeah. All right. That, now let's see what else we've got here. Tony, we are we good? Or we got some more? All right. Um, all right, this is a newer one. A hint will be that the CEO made a great viral YouTube video to launch this startup that is now in lots of stores. Uh-oh. Shave time, shave money. You say shave or save? Shave time, shave money. I thought your lisp was coming out again. <laughs> no, it's not. I wasn't sure what you were saying. Uh, no, it's not. Shave time. <laughs> shave time, shave uh, money. Gillette? No. That's a shave thing. It's Yeah, yeah. It was, that was a decent answer. Shave time, shave money. Shave I don't, this is See, I don't watch YouTube ads a whole lot. I'm going to skip them as soon as they come on. You always so skip the ads. Uh, so true. Uh, uh, that, Gillette. Barbersaw. No, because it's not nice. Dollar Shave Club? Dollar Shave Club. He got it. Three in a row. Isn't that like Gillette, though? Isn't that similar? Yeah, it's not. Gillette doesn't uh. have a club, dude. And they won't ship you the razors. But the Gillette that's good, club? That's good. Daryl Perry, congratulations, man. You are the proud winner. You are the proud winner of 14864 Brandology Bucks. I'm, I'm telling you, it's exciting. Dude, yep. it's exciting. When, so, when our e-commerce site gets up. Yeah, when the website's know, done. Oh, well, we've got convertible rolls. We've got, got Rolex, you know, Tag, Howard. on there. We've got anything Cruise. you can think of. Yeah, well, are, these, are, these Bitcoin, are these Bitcoin or real? Like, what, what are these? <laughs> you will need an offshore account to collect these. I'll tell <laughs> <Yes>. you that. <laughs> yeah, Brandology Bucks are... are they are traded all offshore. Rubles. <laughs> and, they are, and they go to Bitcoin Rubies. and then they yeah. come back to us. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's get back to the interview. That was a good game. Well done. Mark, you didn't even Fun have stuff. Yeah. You didn't even have one. I was expecting throttling. That was a throttling. You, that was a throttling. Shout out to Mark and David for season two of Brandology. It's entertaining, funny, and full of cool stories. Play hilarious brand trivia and talk with famous guests like founders of iconic brands and industry leaders. Brandology is available everywhere now. So go check it out and see for yourself. Coming soon. Oh my. All right, so let, let's talk about, so if somebody's uh, younger and newer in your industry, mm-hmm. or even just, maybe even not even your industry, it doesn't have to apply to your industry, but what advice do you, do you, do you give to people? I mean, like if you're dealing with, um, you know, young professionals and, and they're just starting out, mm-hmm. um, what 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 advice do you have to share? I think the biggest quote that really stuck with me, and I even tell my kids this, is the only two things you can ever control 100% are your attitude and your effort. Um, wow. Anything outside of that is just up to chance. So I'm, I'm kind of touted as being a very, very optimistic and happy guy, but that's just because I choose to. I kind of say, well, there's enough bad stuff, why I choose to be negative? Yep. And um, effort, you know, I can determine if I pick up my phone and call somebody or if I send an email, like it's totally in my control. So those two things, I think, applies to any business that 
if you realize quickly that the only two things you can control are your attitude and your effort, then the economy won't matter, who's the president won't matter, the weather, all that stuff doesn't matter because you can control what's in your headspace and what you do with your hands. So that's probably yeah. the um, the thing I wish I learned younger. Um, Cause I probably would have done this sooner had I known that then, but it's kind of like, you think oh, I can't start an insurance business. I don't know anybody or I don't know insurance. Right. Or I don't have connections. Right. Yep. And I, and I, that was me before I'd interviewed for yep. it probably years ago with a friend of mine, his father gave him an insurance agency for property and casualty. Cause he just kind of mm -hmm. passed say, Hey kid, do you want to do a job? Here you go. And right. when I saw that as a younger person, I'm like, Oh, well, my dad's an army guy. I can't do that. Right. I don't have a book of business just given to me. And that changed my mindset on entrepreneurship for a while until it was like, I can't work a nine to five, so let me try something different. Right. So um, that's the two things, attitude and effort are totally in control. Yep. You well, know, that's it, interesting because yeah, a, a lot of the entrepreneurs that we've had on as guests in the past, um, a lot of them attribute a lot of their success or their initial start or their initial move uh, to attitude. You know, mm -hmm. the attitude, attitude is a, choice it should be and can be attitude right choice it's not a result of circumstances or mishaps just because it's raining doesn't mean it's a crappy day yeah right right, right. It's, you it's know and it's it's, it's just it's interesting to hear that from somebody else again yeah, yeah that you know you've got to have that attitude at first you had the attitude of well nobody's giving me a book of business how am i going to do right. it then once you yep. change that and you flip that switch now that you know you're the bow tie guy i mean even <laughs> right. you've done a 180 on it so no i think that's really cool and i wanted to point that out uh, especially to our young listeners and, you know, the people that are up and coming that, you know, just just because you perceive it as a certain way, it may kind of be that way, but you can change your attitude about it and then you can change that circumstance. So I, I think that's pretty cool. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, I love that. I, I, I love the positivity. And also, like I was always, it's, it's very in line with things that I used to follow because when I was younger, I, I used to think the exact same way, right? I was like, well... You know, nobody gave me a practice or so nobody mm -hmm. gave me this. How, how am I going to do this? And then somebody told me or I read somewhere, I think it was one of my dad's friends just told me, you have to have faith and discipline. Mm, like, yep. What do you mean? And they're That's like, good, every yeah. day, if you just do what you knew, what you know you're supposed to do, you have to have faith that over a period of time, it, it winds up as results. It's very yep. similar to now when I hear Simon Sinek talk about like brushing your teeth or exercise. He's like, you can go look in the mirror, go exercise, come back, look in the mirror, nothing changed. At but all. we yeah. know that if you <laughs> yeah. do it daily, right, that over a period of time, you're going to see remarkable change. It's like brushing mm -hmm. your teeth, right? You can't not brush your teeth and then nine months later, go to the dentist and then get it done and it's everything's gonna be okay. No, yeah. you do a little bit, you know, you look in the mirror, you brush your teeth, nothing changes, right? Mm -hmm. But a little bit every day really leads to dramatic change. That's kind of the whole point of picking up the phone, sending that email, doing all that stuff, which, yeah, that could wait for tomorrow, but do as much of it as you can today. And if you do that each day over time, it mushrooms, it escalates. Yeah, yeah that kind of also made me think about a, um, a line I heard from Will Smith, and I forgot the interview, but he basically said that, uh, discipline is the highest form of self-love because yep. you're choosing something that, like you said, the faith in knowing this will be better in the future. So right now I'm going to forgive going to the club or partying with my friends or whatever it is, right. knowing that in a couple years time, this will be the difference. So I think about when I began my you know path in this career, there are people that started when I started and they're not here anymore or they're at a much lower position. And 
I didn't have the things given to me. I've seen people that had everything given to them. Like they yep. have the connections, they have the MBA, they they have all that stuff and they just dwindle because they don't actually put the effort into it. So yep. that's the big thing. And for young people too, investing in yourself. Uh, I, I have, you know, I have a, a degree in mathematics and accounting, which um, there's not many people you meet with a math degree that sell insurance. It's not really the, the career path. I want <laughs> but, to ask you about that because I saw that when I was doing the research and I was like, how did he get from mathematics? <laughs> I was well, like, first of all, it means actuary tables or something. I just couldn't make the connection. Yeah. Well, first of all, it means he's a good student because <laughs> well, to, well, yeah, to, yeah. to have a math degree is there, there's discipline that's a lot right more studying than I ever did. <laughs> well, I, I'm a military kid. My, my dad said, you better get a scholarship or you're not going to college. So I got yeah. a scholarship and okay, what next? So it was pretty much what I was told I did it. But at the same time, um, that taught me like that didn't teach me life skills or like you know entrepreneur skills so i wish i would invest in myself and it was in the 90s and stuff and there wasn't like podcasts and youtube i mean well podcasts right. weren't cool back then they were right. like there's this weird thing called podcasts that people listen yeah, to i know but- i remember when they first started out i was like who's listening to that <laughs> right <laughs> like so, what the heck so now though i wish i would have been listening to stuff like that and reading books at a younger yep. age because it just makes me think about you know i've been seven years in my business now and i'm like if i would have done this 20 years ago i'd be here now so as a young person investing in yourself is huge and there's no excuse now we're in information age anything aside from like brain surgery or something like nuclear chemistry you can probably find online yep. to some degree so you can oh, look yeah. up how to start insurance business how to start a podcast right. anything so when people say they can't do something, I'm like, well, have you looked before? Yeah, like, have you Googled it? Like, send them that let me Google it for you. Like, right, like, I know I'm not a bodybuilder or a basketball player, but I just don't choose to do that. Like, if I've decided yeah. I'm going to look up how to become a bodybuilder, I could do it if I had the desire to do it. Because right. the information's right. there. But yeah. if you have the desire for something, there's no excuse that I don't know how to do it. Well, go look. So for young people, uh, there's a, a million ways to do everything, but I'd say just invest in yourself, too. That's Whether good. that's in a university or just definitely for people doing it. So look on YouTube, look on podcast, look on LinkedIn for people doing it and just talk to them. That'll help you a lot more, in my opinion, than uh, any MBA out there. That's really great advice. You know, I think sometimes we forget that. Yeah, that it's in an information age, you can literally learn anything you want. It's just a matter of desire, really, if you, you know, and again, back to discipline, too. So that's uh, and I forget. Was it Henry Ford? Somebody who had the saying said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, or you think you can't, you're right. right. Yeah, I think that That was uh, either Henry Ford or Gandhi, one of those that they're on the same page all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good stuff. Well, as we wrap up again, thank you for your time. Um, We'll be sure and include links to to everything, to your YouTube channel, to your LinkedIn. Now, you can you can do insurance uh, across the country. You've got clients all over the country, correct? Yes, uh, yeah, I'm licensed in multiple states. Um, do a little international stuff here and there when it's legally able to and the right kind of policy for somebody. So, um, yeah, definitely reach out if you have questions. And this is back to the information age thing. I mean, LinkedIn, I had to learn and research. Um, I'm on LinkedIn daily, but that was from learning how to do. So people ask me like, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? And right. <laughs> nobody taught me. I literally just looked up articles and say, hey, how do you go live? How do you make a banner? How do you make a video intro? All these different things. So um, feel free to reach out for that too. I don't have a LinkedIn coaching business, but I end up doing that kind of like you guys mentioned the security training you do. Um, People ask me stuff all the time and I'm gracious enough to help because I just think it's important if you have a good message and you're not gonna sell people all day, I'll try to help out with that too. Yeah, Yeah. that's great, man. I like that, Each, each each one.
Yeah, well, I'll tell you, this is not our last conversation, okay? So we will definitely talk again. And um, we really thank you for your time. This is great insight. Um, the One Thing, the book, check out your YouTube channel, your LinkedIn Live. So we will definitely be, be talking again, Daryl. Yeah, my, my hashtag I want to let people know about is the Notorious BTG. That is my, uh, <laughs> I, I have a weird thing making up hashtags and somebody made this for me. I um, If you look me up on LinkedIn, every few weeks you'll see me rapping on something. So That's excellent. Great. Yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> that is so cool. That's fantastic. It's a Notorious BTG is my hashtag for the Notorious cool, Bowtie guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> cool. All right, man. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you Daryl. Thanks Bye. a lot. Have a great day. You too. Hey, everyone. Mark and I are really grateful you guys listen and download. We're trying to make this season even better with brand stories and cool interviews with uh, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and things from behind the scenes that we just can't find anywhere else. We're trying to make this something we ourselves enjoy listening to. Do us a favor. Please leave us a review. When you go into Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, just shoot us a review. That really matters, and it helps us keep this going. Again, thanks for listening. Hey, David, that was another great episode. We tend to post one or two a week. Uh, unfortunately, don't really have a way of wrapping this up. No, uh, no, we really don't have anything formal or fancy or technological. Um, thank you for listening. Please follow and subscribe. Turn notifications on so that when we post the next episode, you will be notified of the new content. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Everyone, thanks for listening. <laughs>